You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Matt, the vocals of Cryptopsy, and you're listening to my podcast, Vox and Hops, where I normally sit down with fellow metal musicians and talk about their lives, music, and craft beer. But on Tuesdays, I am releasing a new segment, a new series called Vox and Hops Brewer Talks. And uh, not this past weekend, the weekend before, I was at the Festival de Bière et de Saveur in Chambly, Quebec, and I interviewed six amazing brewers from six excellent breweries. And this is week number two of that series. And today on Vox and Hops, I am with Sean Zurier from Avant-Garde Artisan Brassard. I warn you, what you are about to hear is very disturbing indeed. Hey, what's up, everybody? Today I'm with Sean Zurier from Avant-Garde Artisan Brasseur. That's right. And we are at Bière et Saveur in Chambly. Super excited to be here. Super excited to be with you. Super nice day, too. This Absolutely. is uh, quite a place. Yeah. Not too hot. It's really chill. I hit you up about doing this interview. Yep. The Vox and Hops Brewer Talks, which is a new segment that I'm doing because normally I interview metal musicians. Yep. But Super I, interesting. I love beer. I love just, the mix. Just, just so much. It just makes sense. Yep. Says, I love beer. I hang out with metal dudes. I'm on tour all the time. It just it made sense to me. Absolutely. I hit you up about doing this. You're like, this is too perfect. Yeah. We're releasing a new beer. Because I love, I love all, let's just go through the history of your beers. Sure. Because all of your beers are like rock themed. Yeah. So we, we have uh, two brands. Actually, we started out as contract brewers. Contract, contract brewers. Yeah. So we, we oh, started see, I, didn't, out, I didn't know you guys Yeah, we were contracting brewers. at Oshlag for a couple of years. And uh, so we started Avant-Garde. And my, my partner, Renault, who couldn't be here today, uh, he owns uh, Jukebox beers as well. Yes. So Jukebox started out uh, um, a couple years before Avant-Garde, and we started Avant-Garde together. And eventually, we, when we started our own brewery, when we when we uh, we built our brewery this year, uh, we just merged both companies. So we have oh, two okay. brands: we have Avant-Garde, yes. and we have Jukebox. And Jukebox yes. beers are all uh, music themed, basically. The, the initial uh, one was Distortion, exactly, which was Distort. something that I used to drink a lot when it came out. Yeah, it was a, it's a and it was it had a good distribution because I guess it was done through Ashlag, and it was available at a restaurant. So I'd always get my Distortion when yeah. I go to like. Uh, Lola Rosa or something, right. yeah, yep. which is awesome. So now this one is the what is this new beer? Let's, this one let's, is let's, called let's Black Metal. This. Yeah. Yes, it is. So the, it's it's, um, it's called Black Metal. It's an imperial stout. So it's a. Uh, uh, a, a great big imperial style. We brewed two um, this uh, the past few weeks. Uh, we brewed one for Avant-Garde, which is a, an imperial dry stout, awesome. which is a bit lower ABV. It's 8.2 percent. It's uh, it's pretty dry, so it's not like a typical imperial stout. Um, it's a bit more sessionable, if you will, even though it's 8 uh, percent. And this one, well, we we just went, you know all in with this one so we have uh, I think it ended up around 11.5% wow it's, uh, which is know, high for our market around yeah, here it's yeah. A, I mean you can't go technically over 11.9 uh, okay. once you're in the 12% you kind of have to pay taxes like uh, um, wine or spirits really Actually, okay, I didn't know yeah. that okay. yeah so, so um, anyway uh, so this is like a really typical you know um, uh, it's not a very heavy imperial stout but I mean it has that resi- residual sugar it uh, it uh, Finishes uh, quite roundly. It's uh, bitter, Smells but not amazing. too bitter. Yeah. It's 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 very balanced. It's a uh, chocolatey and a typical, you know, American imperial stout. That's what we were uh, aiming for with this one. Let's see what's got. It's 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 as black as my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers, man. <laughs> and it smells chocolatey and amazing. Oh, it's good. It's not too boozy. Mm. No, oh, right it's at the end, right at the end, it comes in there. Smooth yeah. for uh, for that high ABV. It's good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, we gave it a little dry hop with. Uh, you know, classic Centennial and um, Columbus. 
So you know, it's a kind of a classic American imperial stout. It's 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 gonna be. I'm definitely gonna pick this up over the winter. <laughs> awesome. Actually, yeah. just uh, we made a few kegs. Uh, so we only we're only gonna have it on tap at uh, our tap room for now, but we're uh, we put all the rest uh, in bourbon barrels. Oh, and yes. we're gonna try to release it for uh, for you know just before Christmas, but yeah, if, I don't know. It's it's a little bit short. Be, be, uh, it has to be ready. It has yeah. to be ready. Yeah, exactly. Brings me to question: uh, Le Castal is the brewery that got me into craft beer. Mm-hmm. Really, the Yakima IPA changed you my and mind. So many others. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> they've been trying to make a New England IPA. And they keep just coming up short. Right. They announced they were going to release it and to start distribution of it. And then they pulled it and said, no, uh, it turned. The diacetyl ha- factor happens, which means that the beer yeah. ends up tasting a bit buttery. And yeah. they just scrapped their whole. Uh, good for them. I mean, yeah. is that it, something yeah. that you would do? Well, we just did that uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, we, uh, we're brewing, we have um, um, a friend of ours uh, created a brand a few years ago called Ipon. Yes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so he's kind of like um, we're not officially partners, but uh, he's been basically following Renault with jukebox. Uh, I mean, Renault has been brewing his beers on his jukebox contract since you know forever. So when we uh, we built our own facility, he followed us and we're brewing his beers. And uh, we just uh, he he came out um, with a strawberry goza, and uh, I mean it was a, a great beer. The, the tests were were awesome, but uh, yeah, it just turned somewhere in the process, and we just uh, we we canned half of it, and then we, we just stopped. Said you know we, just, we can't we can't you know. Well, it's not good for the this, brand. So you can't you can't. It's not good something. for the brand. It's so. like a band that, that you know you write an album, yeah, and then all of a sudden you know you realize that you're not into it. You're not you you don't believe it. You can't stand behind it. it doesn't yep. represent what you are yep. or what you're capable of yep. and it's best to just not put your worst foot forward absolutely especially when there's so much competition in the beer world exactly you have to take the hit i think and and that's gonna that's one of the things that, that that'll um i mean separate the better breweries from the not so good breweries i think is the ones that can actually take the hit and not release a product that they're not proud of because in the next years the beer market in quebec is going to be uh, i mean it's already it's insane. I don't want to see it sat- say it's saturated, but I mean, there's still a lot of room, but there's a lot of new beers on the market and it's hard to, you know, get in front of what's going on. So if you're uh, releasing products that are not uh, up to par, I don't think that... Uh, you'll, be, you'll be quickly forgotten, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think so. Where do you think the beer game is going? What is the next big style? Everyone's on the hazy IPA right well, now. Yeah. What do you think? What do I think? Um, I think that IPAs are, are always going to be the next big thing. Um, I, it's hard to say what's going to be the next New England IPA. I think that, uh, I mean, lagers have been having a comeback uh, since the past few years, but I, I think it remains like a, a beer geek thing. Um, I love lagers. I mean, we, we brew a, a, a Pilsner, a French Pilsner, which I, I mean, it's my go-to beer at home. Oh, it's really um, the Jet Set, right? Jet Set, I like it very right. much. You guys yeah. did a version once that was a bit yeah. different. I really like that one. What was yeah, that? It, it was, was it was an um, American version. Actually, the, the idea behind the beer was to... Um, to uh, decline different versions of it using, like, I, I say a French Pilsner. It's not actually French because we're in Quebec. and, and uh, yeah, It talks with an accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the idea was to use ingredients. Uh, well, we have uh, Alsatian hops and uh, our malt is from a French uh, malting company. Uh, and the idea was to uh, do different versions with uh, different uh, ingredients. Yes. From, uh, I mean, the U.S., from uh, 
Great Britain, wherever. Uh, uh, and, and then you could change like the name, like Jet Set. And I mean, Jet Set it makes was, sense too because it, it's traveling. Exactly. Jet Set. That, that was the idea. Um, and so we wanted to make different versions of our Pilsner, right? Uh, and it ended up, I mean, it didn't have the impact that we wanted. And I, I mean, a lot of it is our fault because we had the same label and we just made minor changes to the label, but people didn't understand really, you know, the difference between both. So you ended up with, uh, you know, two different products, which were basically kind of like the same label. And side store, by store side clerks and might not exactly. be smart enough to actually exactly. notice so, respect to store clerks out there. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so anyway, we, we ended up just keeping the uh, the original version, which we, which we really, really liked in the first place. So that's, uh, yeah, so I, I think that... To get back to your question where is the beer market going in the next few years I think that uh, IPAs are always going to be the trend uh, people love hops um, and you know besides that I think you know I think lagers I mean I'm interested in brewing more lagers I think uh, it's difficult though because it's different right ales are easier lagers take longer because they, take and they longer. need to be cold right? yeah, is they, that, is they that, need to it? be cold stored basically so it costs more to make them almost yeah it costs more and it, it takes up a lot of space if you want to you know, properly. Because an ale would take like ten days, something like that, and, a, and a lager is like three weeks. Uh, lager, I mean, there's no real, um, you know, dedicated time. I mean, the fermentation is is more or less the 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 same amount of time. So, but after that, you're you're supposed to. Um, uh, basically cold store yes. and, and cold condition the lager and I mean I was talking to some of my friends here who were in, in uh, the Czech Republic uh, a couple of weeks ago and they say breweries there are typically they keep their beer for six months in a cold you know they just put it in some basement room though <laughs> yeah bas some basement room but they have huge cellars you know with uh, with dozens and dozens of tanks to keep their beer for six months I mean it's that's, their history, though. That's, yeah, it's their when history. When you set up a brewery, it's it's a part of your setup. Yeah, because it's their history. They yeah. they just grew up making Czech pilsners their whole life. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, but it, it's really it's hard to to have you know a big enough facility to, to be able to actually properly lager beer. So, I mean, we lager our, our pilsner for one month, which okay. is which is okay. I think it makes a, a great beer. I'd like to do more, and we'll see. We we'll maybe invest in lagering tanks or something like that. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That's awesome. Yeah. How refreshing was it to finally get to brew your beer? I know that when you're doing contract brewing, you can't actually do anything. Yeah. How hard was that just to... to it's like someone taking your baby. Yeah. Or it's, all, it's almost like you, you would like... Or for like a band. Uh -huh. It's like I write down my lyrics and I ship it to some guy and let him scream into the microphone for sure, me. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I had the... Um the the I was uh, I don't want to say I was lucky, but we were like when we brewed at Ashlag when we started uh, avant garde. Um, I um, we were one of the first um, uh, brands to sign with Ashlag, and you know I've been working in the brewing industry. I've been a, a brewer for uh, almost eight years now, and um, uh, so I went. We went to see them, and basically we. we we had them hire me as a head brewer there. So I was head brewer at Ashlag for two years. Awesome. So I had the, you know, the latitude to, like, I was there every day. I could I could brew my own beers. and You were, I, okay. Got, I, got I, it. I, I because you worked for Ashlag. Yeah, exactly. I, I wasn't always, you know, brewing my own beers. I brewed beers for everybody and everything. But I was, I was there all the time, and I could, you know... I was there to make the, the important decisions. So that was, um, you know, kind of like the best of both worlds. But then when I left Ashlag to start working on our brewery project, we were, like for a year, they were brewing our beers without, um, you know, without a, the supervision that I used to have. And it's, it's pretty tough. I mean, did you feel that the quality was the same? Or was there ever a time that you were disappointed? 
There were times, yeah, for sure. I mean, I, they do a good job uh, in general, but I mean, to be able to do it yourself in your own facility and take the time that you need. Uh, There's no one to blame but yourself in that situation. Well, that's that's the which thing. Is, which too. is that's the thing. Comforting almost. Yeah, exactly. And and it's you know it's easier to make minor you know changes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, I, I'd say the the major factor, the major difference was that uh, you know planning. Uh, our production is, is quite a bit easier because we only have our beers to brew. Yes. Uh, yeah. that, that was the main challenge, I would say, is that you want to, you know, brew a beer and, and, and come out with a summer seasonal in May and then it would sometimes only be brewed in August and then you kind of miss the boat because there's so many people brewing. Yes, yes. And like if they have like a problem or something, well, you know, everybody's beers just, you know, get, get, get pushed get back. Pushed back. Yeah. So, so that, was, that was the main, um, you know, frustration when there were frustrations. Uh, but I'd say you know it was it was a it was a overall good experience. It got they us put where out we they are. put out yeah. excellent products. Yeah. I, I definitely I praise them. Yeah, definitely. Vox and Hops is all about metal and beer. Sure. Do you listen to any metal? I used to. Okay, let's well, go. Let's I mean, go. Give me what you used to listen to. Let's hear. <laughs> I, I used to listen. No to judgment. Like, no, I, I I started listening to Metallica in, in fifth grade, and then you know I I did a little you know um, uh, Megadeth uh, for a little while. Um, it's a good transition. So it's an easy, easy little jump from yeah. Metallica to, to exactly. Megadeth. I think it's a little bit more intense. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I've never been like a huge metal fan. Then I, I quickly, you know, moved to Led Zeppelin and, and, and you know, and then I, uh, you know, Pink Floyd and all that and that shit. So. Do you think Jukebox or Avantgarde would be interested in doing like a collabo with a band, releasing a band beer? That could be cool. I mean, uh, we've never really done it before, but... Uh, when you guys get to your death for, metal, uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you tell... You tell <laughs> You tell Jukebox when they get to their death metal one, right. Cryptopsy's ready to do a collaboration. Okay, yeah. awesome. We that have a bunch, a bunch of ideas. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. awesome. Yeah. That would be awesome. So you guys have your new facility. I haven't made my way over there. I've seen pictures. Right. It looks amazing. Thanks. It looks really just beautiful, big, high ceilings, yeah. super nice tap room. Have you guys ever considered um, returning the favor to the brewing world and allowing breweries to brew nomadically at your brewery? Uh, we've considered it, but we don't really want to go in that direction because, well, for a whole bunch of uh, reasons. I mean, um, the, the main reason is that um, I don't uh, want to have to take care of other people's products. I mean, it's... Uh, it's hard it's like enough a responsibility to find, on your back. It's a responsibility for sure, but it's hard enough to find the time to to do some uh, research and development for our own uh, brands. That uh, having to you know just deal with um, other uh, brewers. I mean, I don't I don't mind brewing a beer once in a while to help out uh, you know fellow brewers, mm-hmm. but I don't want to make a, 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 uh, a uh, thing out of yes, it. Yes, got know? it. Yeah. I mean, if we have to, if if uh, we're not uh, brewing enough beer and, and we're not uh, getting the use of get, it out of your equipment, well, yeah, yeah. then then we're ready to 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 uh, consider it. But it's not something that I, it's it's not a path that I want to go down to. I want to focus on on our brands and and you know make the best beer that we can without you know being distracted. I'd awesome. say, yeah. yeah. Sean, thank you so much. Thank you. Coming to sit down, Fox and Hops, Brewer Talks awesome. at Chambly. I want to come uh, to the tap room and we'll do a longer one. Absolutely. How about that? That'd be great. Yeah. Cheers. Thank cool. you so much. Cheers. Thank you.
Hey, thank you all so much for listening right to the end. Sean was so cool. Just uh, right away, just we clicked. Uh, I could tell that uh, we're going to hook up again. We're going to have a good time, just like we did that day. I like it when that happens. Uh, when you're doing these interviews, sometimes uh, you don't really know the people beforehand. Uh, I've always been a fan of Avant-Garde Beers. They have uh, this excellent wild series that's been coming out that I wanted to talk to Sean about, but I never got around to doing it. So, Sean, uh, if you're listening right now, thank you so much for sitting down with me, and I love that wild series. Just so interesting, all these uh, different takes of uh, wild fermentation beers aged in different casks. Uh, if you are into beers like that, you should absolutely check out Avant-Garde Artisan Brassard's Wild Series. Just a side note, I have just mailed out all of the first Vox and Hops t-shirts, the Enjoy Life Metal and Craft Beer t-shirts. I'm super stoked to have gotten them out. Uh, they are headed your way, and I'm looking forward to seeing all you beautiful people wearing the very first Vox and Hop shirts. You send me those pictures and I will share them on my socials. Super excited to get those. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And uh, remember to enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. Cheers, Vox and Hop sets. What's up, everybody? I am Finn McKenty, host of the Punk Rock NBA podcast, part of the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. My podcast is all about doing what you love for a living, and every week I sit down and talk to people who have done exactly that. For example, musicians like Tommy from Between the Buried Me, Matt from Periphery, Lil Lotus and Shinigami, among many others, photographers, artists, designers, YouTubers like Glenn Fricker and Sarah Dietschy, and I unpack exactly how they got to where they are today with the goal of helping you do the same. So if that sounds cool, you can listen and subscribe at SoundTalentMedia.com, and I'll see you there.